What's up, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to Six Football Fridays for uh, November 24th. I'm Matt Miller, joined as always by my buddy, Marshall Miller, Mr. Mello. And we I'm going to tell you a secret. We're recording this on Tuesday afternoon because uh, we are uh, divorced dads, and so we have a weird kid schedule this week. Uh, and also so that our production staff doesn't have to work over the holiday, but you'll be hearing this Friday morning. So uh, happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully we're waking you up from your turkey-induced coma that I'm probably still in. Or, you know, maybe you're outside right now and you're doing the Black Friday shopping. Oh, so good God. luck if you are. Hopefully you survive. Hopefully Matt and I, we make it through Thanksgiving <laughs> with our diet and the way that we live our lives. You know, every Thanksgiving, it's kind of hit or miss. Are yeah. we going to make it or are we not? Yeah. And speaking of Black Friday, have you ever done Black Friday? When I was married, my ex-wife loved it. She would, it was like, and it became like a, almost like a tradition. And so I would go just for moral support and because I had all the money and <laughs> do it. And it's fucking awful. Like, I did it once. I did it one time, but it wasn't even Black Friday. It was Thanksgiving. So it was like when all the stores would open up at like God, six o'clock. And we went and of course married at the time. And I vowed I'm never going back. It's so stupid. You walk around the store and then you're like, I'm done. Two hours later, you get to stand in line and check out. Right. Yeah, because the lines ridiculous. are ridiculous. People are rude to each other. Right. Why Why does anybody do it? Like, the deals aren't that good. If I want someone to be a dick to me, I'll get on Twitter. Like, yeah. I don't need to go stand in line. If you are married and listening to this, you know. And if you're not married, listen to this because someday you probably will be. It is a surefire way to pick a fight, though. Like, oh, if you yeah. need a good fight, go Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Because as a dude, you're going to get annoyed yeah, you're real going quick. To. Standing at Kohl's, you start to lose feeling in your feet, and people are bumping into you, and yeah, it's not worth it. It's yeah, not worth actually, it. the year that I went, I saw a dude who was obviously there with his wife, too. He was asleep on, like, a clothes rack, <laughs> like one of those tables that has all the yeah. folded shirts on yeah, it. He was just Dude was legit just sleeping, not even, like, leaned up on it. He was laying across it. Oh, shit. Asleep, yeah, like, full on. It was just... It was hilarious. I, I mean, loved it. I wanted to join him. Should if have you could go somewhere that had like recliners or beds, you know, and you could just like, here's the card. I'm going to be right here. Yeah. Or so like even know. those seats in the mall. Like I bet those are those just old man chairs. Just the whole yes. time. Like somebody's the, owning that shit all somebody's night. Somebody's camping out for the old man recliner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have a, a cool show for you today. A post Thanksgiving show. We will update you on selling mellow your team. Uh, we're going to do questionable calls, which is becoming a, a fan favorite. We're going to give you the teams to scout if you are just lounging around on you know, Thursday, Friday. We have a big weekend of college football. Uh, we're going to tell you our Thanksgiving traditions and tips. Even though it's one day late, you can store this away for next year. Uh, we'll talk about the quarterback play from last week because we had Darnold versus Rosen. Uh, Baker Mayfield set the world on fire. And then we are going to close it out by fixing the Chicago Bears and potentially a couple draft on draft questions if you guys pull through with some questions here, let's uh, let's kick it off. Yeah, Last week we talked. You, you were trying to narrow it down from yeah. Titans, Browns, Chiefs, and then I messaged you midweek and was like, "What about the Saints?" Yeah, so the teams that were in it for me were the Titans, the Chiefs, and the Browns. Those have been like the three uh, that have been there all week, or you know, really since we started this. I even went as far as to go on Twitter. And be like, all right, my Titans, let's see you what they're all about. You said my Titans, yeah. And they shit the bed. They look terrible against the Steelers, <laughs> who are surprisingly like underrated. I thought they were shit yeah, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And now they look like they're dominating the AFC North, which isn't much. But So the Titans blew it there for me. I really I wanted them to pull through. With being in Nashville, the smash mouth stuff, I wanted the Titans to pull through, but 
it didn't happen. So I moved on. You might be a jinx. <laughs> Maybe. Well, because after the Titans, I was like, all right, let's see what the Chiefs have. <laughs> we have our Chiefs bet going. I'm really hoping they get to that 10-win mark. They just look terrible. They lost to the Giants. The, the Giants had, what, one win at that point? Yeah, I mean, it's hard. You have to, like, almost try to lose to the Giants. And I know everybody will shit on Alex Smith for it, but that play calling was terrible in the game. It really was. I did not like the play calling at all. I, I was shocked. I don't know if they're worried about just getting Kareem Hunt injured or if he's, you know, wearing down since he's still a rookie, but he would have some good, successful runs, and then they'd go away from it. You know, pick up a good couple of yards on first down, on second down, throw some shitty little screen out to Tyreek Hill that didn't work. Right. And now you're looking at third and 13 again. So the aggressive stuff that made them so great early in the year is gone. And they yeah. are back just being like a dink and dunk check down team. Yeah, they're going to throw screens and short passes to Tyreek, or they're just going to send him on a you know the nine route. You might hit Travis Kelsey up the seam. Yeah. Or it's Kareem Hunt running the ball. Like, stop those three things. That's what the Chiefs are doing. So it sounds like you're back to not having a favorite NFL team. Well, and then there's that third team, the Browns, <laughs> who have been consistent this whole time. Yeah, that's true. Like, they are the Browns. You know what you're getting. It's not good, but you know what you're getting. Do you want to hear my fun Brown stat of the week? Yeah. So Hugh Jackson is 0-25 on Sundays as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. They have one win, and I believe it was on a Thursday night game. That's 0-25 on Sundays. How's he made it this far, though? Like, they've really given him a long leash. Yeah. One in, what, 26? One in 25. One in 25? That's ridiculous. Yeah, he might end up one in 31 as head coach yeah. of the Browns. Yeah. Kudos to the owners. <laughs> yeah. You know? They don't want to pay that buyout. <laughs> must not. The owner's like indicted or something. He's under review because they were scan like skimming money, the flying J uh truck stops. He owns them and they're like in trouble. <laughs> they probably can't afford to pay the buyout. Yeah. That's your team. <laughs> it's looking like it. You did mention the Saints. I don't know if I can get on board with the Saints. I do love the color scheme, the black and gold, but I'm not a big Drew Brees supporter. He's gone after this year, maybe though. Yeah. Sean Payton, he's probably gone too. But they have had very successful drafts, though. And they've had they have a couple Texas players: Kenny Vaccaro, Kenny and Vicaro, Alex Okafor, yeah. yeah, Alvin Kamara. Is there not a Texas player, but a guy we all yeah. like? Him and Mark Ingram look amazing. You do have a Mark Ingram bias, thus so that might be. I did. I'm I'm out. Of You're that. over that. Yeah, yeah. Since the national championship, I think I'm done with that. Yeah. Marcel Darius, on the other hand. Yeah, fuck that fuck guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both agree. Yeah. All right, uh, that's a good transition then to the games to scout this week. Normally we bury this segment. We're going to lead off with it this week. Alabama versus Auburn, a game that a month ago I really wasn't even that interested in, but you kind of have to pay attention to it now just because of how well uh, Auburn is playing. Um, I mean, Alabama, I think, is still the best team in the country, but the Auburn running backs look great. I know Petway is going to be out. Uh, but on Johnson has just yeah, been he great freaking amazing. Week. Yeah. And yeah. against a very good Alabama defense. I and mean, we've talked before about Alabama has a first rounder at every level with Deron Payne and Deshaun Hand and Rashawn Evans and Minka Fitzpatrick and then even Anthony Averett at corner. So that I think that's the matchup, how this Auburn run game does against the Alabama defense. And Gus Malzahn, he always has his guys ready to go against oh, yeah. Alabama. Uh, they just beat Georgia not too long ago, who was the number one ranked team. Like, How pumped would it be if you're a team that can knock off two number one teams in a year? So they're going to come out ready to play. Yeah, love it. And I, I would think, gosh, if Auburn does that. And then they get the SEC championship game, right, against Georgia if they beat Alabama. Yeah, I think they only so have they one the rematch. Yeah, damn. And Auburn is going to be down a couple starters on defense. So it, it'll be a fun game to watch uh, as far as that side of it. Uh, how about Washington State versus Washington? 
I, I kind of listed this one because of Washington State quarterback Luke Falk, who I think has really hurt himself this year with the injury, with poor play. And I also think he's just been exposed a little bit as you know, kind of a weak-armed, smaller quarterback. Right. He's a guy that over the summer I I just wasn't impressed with. No, Falk. you were the first person who was really against yeah. Luke Falk. Like, I don't think he was better than those like middle-tier guys that came out last year. Yeah. I um, struggle to think of some of their names except for Nathan Peterman. Yeah. And Josh even, Dobbs. Yeah. Guys uh, like that. Webb. Yeah, Davis Webb. Who's you know, the I didn't think pick. he was better than them, and they went, you know, three, four, fifth round. Yeah. So, and then on the other side, Jake Browning, who is only a junior, but I, I get asked about him a lot. I'm not a Jake Browning guy. I think he's very limited. Yeah. He kind of seems like the old Boise State style quarterback yeah. now at Washington. He's, I mean, very successful in college. I don't know that his game transitions to the NFL. No, small guy, not much of an arm. But Washington's defense, ton of guys to watch. Uh, Vita Vea, definitely yep. one. Uh, the Miles receiver. Gaskin, uh, running back. Dante Pettis, the receiver. Probably the best punt returner in college football and a, a really good receiver uh, as well. All right, the big the big house, Michigan, Ohio State. And I know Michigan's down this year, but Maurice Hurst, their defensive lineman, against Billy Price, the center for Ohio State. That's like all I want to watch in this game. Oh, yeah, and then, the, you know, across the ball, Ohio State's got that defensive tackle. Yeah, uh, Draymond Jones. As well. So Against Mason Cole and that offensive line. Yeah, it's a Big Ten game, so watch yeah. those interior lines. Hog it doesn't miles. matter, offensive, defensive. Yeah, quarterback play's going to be shit in this game. Oh, it's for NFL terrible. style. JT well, Barrett's got hot, but. Yeah, he is, he's playing very well yeah. of late. But as far as NFL prospects go. Yeah, he's not an NFL quarterback. Man, I can't believe Harbaugh. I still can't believe Harbaugh can't get an NFL quarterback in there. I think he's overrated. You think Harbaugh's overrated? I think he's very overrated. I actually, I'll go as far as to say, I think he's the most overrated coach in college football. The results. He's done nothing. I mean, yeah, you can't argue the results. And I'm like a Niners fan, so like I'm like, oh, man, he took us to a Super Bowl. He was a good NFL coach. Yeah, but he hasn't done anything yet at Michigan. Like, he was great at Stanford, San Diego, San Diego State, but at Michigan, what's he winning? Like, eight games a yeah, year? eight, nine games. And they've anointed him like he's Urban Meyer, and he's not. Yeah. He's ah, damn. You're gonna piss a lot of people <laughs> off with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's not Urban Meyer. All right. And then the last one: West Virginia versus Oklahoma. West Virginia is without Weir, Will Greer, thanks to our Texas Longhorns and that awfully dislocated finger. That was gross. That was. Did he have to have surgery on? Yeah. That? That's yeah. bad. That was bad. I've seen that. Like when I was a player, we our running back got his finger caught in a helmet and dislocated it. That shit is nasty. Yeah, uh, so without him, and then also Baker Mayfield suspended first quarter. They haven't really said. They say he's not going to start. Not going to start. Oh, That probably means he's not going to play <laughs> first the first series. play. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I put this one down because I think West Virginia safety, Kaiser White, having to defend Mark Andrews, the Oklahoma tight end, and Baker Mayfield, I'm just interested to see how he does because I think that's a, a really tough matchup for him. Yeah, and Mark Andrews is a guy I really like. I think he'll end up being the best tight end in this class. Yeah, he's a junior. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, but he's probably coming out. I yeah. would. Yeah, he's. If I'm not going to stick around for the Kyler Murray era. Oh God, I'm no. out. He's yeah. tiny. I can't wait for that era to start. Yeah, as a Texas fan, can't wait. Yeah, because he can't see over an offensive line. There's no way. No, he was bad at A and M. Yeah, he's he's a little little bitty. All right, um, let's do our questionable calls of the week, and it's it feels so weird doing this during the day without. Dan here serving us drinks and without you crushing Natty Light. I know. It's I'm trying to be responsible right here. It's killing me though. Yeah, it's two thirty in the afternoon. You might be an alcoholic. If you can't do a podcast without a Natty Light, like I'm getting an itch and a tick. I don't yeah. know what the deal is. Hey, you're not gonna be as funny today. You just apologize <laughs> to people in advance. Okay, so first question we'll call. I'll start us off. Kansas, what the fuck are you doing? 
uh, for real. Baker Mayfield goes out before the coin toss and you don't shake his hand. And I loved his reaction to it. He's just like laughing, clapping his hands. He's like, all right, you don't piss off the like most fiery guy in college football. Yeah, like I know it's basketball season. College basketball started. You're still Kansas yeah. football. Like <laughs> you, you fucking <laughs> suck. Don't go off and piss off the best player in the country. Like he's the Heisman front runner. What are you doing? Extend your hand out there. Don't be a douchebag. I have no idea. And then to make matters worse, they late hit him. Pretty blatant late hit. So Baker gets pissed. I'm sure everyone has seen it. Everyone's heard it discussed at length. He gets mad. Starts. Dick grabbing, saying "fuck oh, yeah, you" across yeah. the field. Fuck you, and talking about no how go cheer on basketball. Yeah, he turns around to the fans and said, uh, "I don't know if he said stick to basketball or he said something like, you know, go, yeah. good thing you still have basketball.' I think that's what he said. Good thing you still have basketball. Um, I personally love it, and we are like torn on this because, like, I mean, everyone knows we are Texas fans, but I love Baker Mayfield. I, I think he's hilarious, and I like what sucks is that he has to come out and apologize. Yeah, and I, he did it, I think, because he's the Heisman front runner. Yeah. But screw those guys at Kansas. I tweeted it out earlier this week. It's like, if Baker Mayfield has to apologize, then those Kansas players do too. Oh, for or sure. Or their coach needs to come out and say, you know what? I'm sorry that they did that. They actually like idiots. As one of the people mentioned on Twitter, is like, there's two Kansas kids sitting there. Yeah, two fans. Those little, two little kids. And you're going to be a douchebag to another guy who came over to shake your hand. Yeah. So I'm glad they got their ass whipped. Like, I hate oh, Kansas. They did. Yeah. I don't know if I hate them more than Oklahoma. It's but isn't man, that weird? I but I Kansas. do. I think it's because they rushed the field and they beat Texas last year, and because where we live, we live very close to Kansas, and you have to deal with all the like cocky, yeah, KU basketball fans. Yeah, yeah. God, I just I hope somebody just whips the shit out of them this year in basketball. Uh, they so they will wait till March yeah, Madness, right? Yeah, yeah, just wait till March. <laughs> They'll lose. Don't worry to a 15 seed. All right, what's your first one? Uh, my first one, you know, I was going back to uh, Chiefs watching that game. After the first five weeks of the season and the Chiefs beating the Patriots, again, living around here, you hear everybody talk about how great the Chiefs are and how this is their year. Well, it turns out you're kind of playing shitty recently, and they're, what, 6-4 and four now? Yes, 6-4. Six 6-4, and, four. Six and four, not a big lead on their division. I think they're 1-4 and four in the last five, even. Yeah, uh, they have a pretty easy schedule coming back, but... Man, Chiefs fans, you should know better than this. You haven't won a Super Bowl in like 50 years. Yeah. Like, keep your mouth shut until at least the playoffs. But after they beat New England, everybody around oh, here yeah. was like, they were walking like they were packing. You know, it was like everybody was so cocky and, and fans online were so cocky. And now, uh, yeah, no. I think I even came out early in the year and was like, this team looks really, really good. And oh, I know. I like, like huh? After yeah. a couple of weeks we, with our bet, I was like, yeah, we're safe. Oh, yeah, because we, they started like 5-0, and oh, so I thought for sure we now were and, oh, and Now they have to win four of six. Which, <laughs> if you can't beat the Giants, then we might be fucked. Yeah, we have to do three shots back to back to back. And we told you last week, I don't like shots. Oh, yeah. So I might request tequila. Just to make not you, gonna be good. <laughs> just to make you do that again. <laughs> yeah, can we get your cheapest tequila, please? Three shots of it. Uh-huh. All right, my next one, uh, not football related. I don't know if you saw this this week. Some dude on Facebook named Kyle. They've blacked out his last name. So he goes on a rant about do women actually orgasm? And, and I'm going to read it. There's no conclusive physiological evidence of it. Men are very clear, obvious, but women, not so much. One thing is clear. Women are taught that they are supposed to orgasm. Perhaps it is an unreasonable myth, he asked. That would help explain why so many women are sexually unsatisfied. Perhaps because they're expecting some defining moment like men have. 
Maybe a woman's sexual experience is just totally different from a man's. I will study the issue further. That's what he posted. Not after that post, There's he's no not going way. to. <laughs> so my questionable call is, why would you post this publicly? Yeah, like even if you think it, what are you doing? Like he's lucky they blacked out his name because this did go viral all over Twitter. And that's too. what I said. Like, and what is the first thing in this day and age? If you're going to go on a date with a girl, what do you do? Google her. Yeah, yeah. You Google her. This he, dude he set himself up for failure. And it's with his, that. his face is on there. It's like oh, you yeah, know yeah. what this dude looks like. Uh huh. And everybody in the surrounding area knows now. Like he probably can't go anywhere no, in public without no. being like the guy that can't get a girl. So like off. it's cool. Like I mean. <laughs> I know if you want to like Dwight Schrute this and ask Toby, <laughs> yeah. your HR guy, <laughs> where is the clitoris? <laughs> but don't post it on Facebook, man. And he posted it at midnight. So I wonder if this is like a drunk rant. I maybe. have those. I don't post them on Facebook. Yeah. Or maybe like a failed attempt. So he's just like, no, I'm calling bullshit. This isn't real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't yeah, worry, so. girl in the other room. Yeah. No oh, one can God. orgasm. It's a myth. Poor guy. So yeah, that's uh. Poor Kyle. I don't even know. I don't even know what's going to happen to him. You know, maybe he's onto something though. Maybe they're all fake. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I, or Kyle's a virgin. Yeah, we'll study this further as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, study it further. All right. What do you got? <laughs> uh, next question we'll call for me. It's kind of an older one, but it was one that uh, just popped up again. Is this Tennessee State player who went and knocked his coach out on the sideline? Like the get back coach. This is a strength and conditioning coach whose job it is is to just tell players to get back away from the sideline. Yeah. And you have these at every level. And he goes and hits this dude twice, knocks him out on the sideline. And cheap shot at him. Yeah. Makes it worse. He ends up not only getting expelled, but now he's actually being charged with a felony for wow. hitting your coach. Like, I don't know what was said on that sideline. Yeah. You what don't the see hell that are in the you video. thinking? It's, I mean, I've, done, I've been a player, I've been a coach, you have as well. I've had players get mad at me. Oh, yeah. Shit. And question, like, what you're yeah. doing, but not the strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, like, he's not even doing anything. Yeah, he's not scheming. He's not the one that took you out of the game or whatever. He's the guy that says, get, hey, get, get away from the sideline. Get off the line. Yeah, so now yeah. you have to live with this for the rest of your life. Like, people talking about Google. Like, yeah, now you're, you're a felon. felon. Yeah. What for? Because you punched a coach. Yeah, and that shows up on everything. Job interview, can't vote, can't buy a gun, none of that. Well, that's probably a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the one person who can't buy a gun is the felon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he'll, he'll find a loophole. Yeah. Gun show, he'll be able to buy one. Okay, I'm going to tell a story. My next questionable call involves a little story time. So last week, uh, last Friday, I, I had my son, and I had to drive 40 minutes north of where we live to drop him off at daycare. And then I had to drive an hour and 20 minutes from there to go to the airport so I could fly to New York for the weekend. And... I, he's four years old. And as you guys know, in the morning with a four-year-old, it's not fun. We oh, had to leave my crazy. house at seven so I could get to the airport. And it was just awful. And so I'm a morning shitter. And so I woke up and it was like, I was, I'm going to have to wait to the airport. <laughs> I'm just going to have to wait. So then he wanted McDonald's breakfast, which means another 15 minutes in the drive-thru. So I'm like, okay, dude, we're getting McDonald's breakfast and I'm going to like barely make it to my flight. So I drive him north, drop him off, kiss him by, tell him I'll see him when I get home. And then I drive to the airport. And about 20 miles from the airport, I start to get that sweat <laughs> where it's just yeah. like running down your back. And uh -huh. you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I get Legs to the start to get a little yeah. weary. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I get to the airport. And it's a small airport, thankfully. So it's like you could park close and walk in. Uh, and then there was a lady in front of me just berating the like baggage person. So I'd even like stand there and wait longer to just check my bag. 
and then get to that like beautiful oasis in the desert that was a bathroom. So my questionable call is waiting <laughs> like two hours to shit in the move. morning. Yeah, I think you got to take care of that on the way. I, like, I should have hit a gas station. Yeah. Which airport bathrooms in the morning, a men's bathroom in the morning in an airport is disgusting. I mean, they're always gross, but it's like <laughs> 15 guys in there shitting at once. So I'm questionable yeah, call. Yeah, it's those morning don't shitters. wait. Don't yeah. wait. Which leads into mine too, kind of, because earlier this week, I knew I was going to have my daughters for a couple of days. So I had to go grocery shopping. Okay. So before you go grocery shopping, obviously everyone knows that you eat before you go grocery shopping. You have to take care of that or you're just going to buy a bunch of shit that you don't need. Right. I don't know what it is about the Walmart here, but every time I go there, it makes me have to take a shit. <laughs> Pavlov's dog. When you go to Walmart, <laughs> yes. As soon as I like, when I get the cart and I start wheeling it, oh, stomach's like, oh, we're in Walmart. Yeah, I know those familiar vibrations. Two birds, one stone. But the thing about it is, it it waits like fifteen minutes for me, so I get you have items in the cart, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta take a shit. So then I have that questionable call, like, do I wait and try to make it home? Because when you do that, you also have to carry in all the groceries right. and then try away. to make it home. Or do I be that weirdo that leaves their cart full of stuff outside of the bathroom? I was just saying, you gotta like, you gotta wait to get your cold items. Like, you need to go in and like get your like get your bread or your. Oh yeah, I do that. I do all the yeah, all the the stuff that's okay. And then right before you go out, you get like your milk and whatever. (laughs) You do feel like an awful human being leaving the cart outside. Yeah, and then I I get paranoid. Yeah, like what? Oh, that's some cool dish soap that you have there. That's mine now. Now I have to go back and get it. Especially this time of year when everybody's like in their Thanksgiving oh, shopping and Christmas Every, shopping. And- yeah, everybody was like in there. It seemed like they were getting ready for like their Thanksgiving meal and everything. So mm-hmm. it was busy. But I had that sweat going. <laughs> I chanced it. I, I waited. You made it? And I made it. No I guess you would have led with the story of <laughs> <laughs> questionable call. I shit my pants. Okay, my last one. Dee Westbrook, uh, back from my injury this week. Playing the Browns, he's on the Jaguars, and he predicted a 200-yard game. He came out and said, I'm going to have 200 yards on the Browns. He okay. had 35. So, play the Browns. That means he's a Jaguar? Yeah. Which means Blake Bortles is throwing yeah. him the ball? So, a okay. questionable call is predicting you're going to have a 200-yard game and then having 35. A questionable call would have been predicting 200-yard passing for the team. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> up in the air. Is he going to get that done? But then yeah. saying he was going to get 200 yards? I guess you like the confidence. In your first game? Yeah. 200 yards is hard. Yeah, he weighs like 175 pounds. He's going to get owned in the NFL. Yep, exactly. All right, what's your last one? Uh, My last one here is the obvious one of the Bills with Nathan Peterman. They decided to roll the dice on him, and they're going to start him. And the dude threw five interceptions. In the first half. In nine attempts. Oh, my God. Nine attempts. Five of them were interceptions. I I did see he had more yards to the other team. Oh, I he believe had more it. yards yeah. to the Chargers than he did to his own team. Hell, he had more completions to the other team. <laughs> That's bad. It's a bad the, look all around. They're not far out of the playoff race. Like no, they, they could get the wild card still. Yeah, the they AFC were five sucks. and four when they decided to do this. Yeah, so what are you doing? Why they've already sold off so many pieces in the offseason. Then they actually kind of played well with Tyrod. And then you pull in this rookie quarterback who is a what, fourth round pick? Uh yeah, fifth round pick. Yeah. And he is just terrible. That didn't. That couldn't have came out of nowhere. You had no. to see it in practice. Yeah, like, this guy's not good. He's not ready to play. I've talked before on here about 
Like when we evaluate rookie quarterbacks, sometimes you just want to see if the game's too big for them. This is like the example of it. Yes, it is. It is (laughs) way too big for him. Yeah. Okay. uh, Before we take our first break, Thanksgiving traditions slash tips. I am a little OCD. So, and we like, so we have Thanksgiving. It's, it's mellow me. And then we have two older brothers and we all go to our mom and dad's house. And I am weird about this. I have to have the divider plates. And they have to be like thick. That'd be sturdy. Like I will spend yeah, money. Yeah. Like there's those floppy, like they're like true paper plates. Yeah, no, no, no. They're just terrible. Give you me the ones that those. are going to put a hole in the ozone. I need that plate. <laughs> yeah. That like my gravy is not going to seep through. It's not going to fold uh-huh. under the weight. I have to be able to carry one plate with one hand. That way yes. if I need another plate, two, hands. two plates, two hands. So tip number one, the good divider plate. Spend the money. Yeah. I'm not, I don't care if it's a divider plate. I'm not OCD on that like you are. Like, I don't care if my food's touching. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like a compartment eater. I eat one item at a time. So, so you eat your turkey? No. Mashed potatoes and gravy are first. First. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Turkey's like last for me. Like, turkey's just there. Really? It's there because it's Thanksgiving. I don't really care. Either way with the Mashes, turkey. Mashes, right off the Stuffing, top. green beans. Isn't it weird that we call it stuffing when it's not? It's dressing. Have you ever thought about that? Because we don't like not. we don't eat it when it's like stuffed in the turkey. No, we don't. Do people do though? Right? Yeah, they, not me. That's you know, jam that in there and nope. Eat it later. I, I don't. I don't eat anything that's been jammed in anywhere. That's a personal rule of mine. <laughs> so, uh, so your your rule is uh, what is your rule? Well, I, like I don't have a preference. My food can all touch. But I hate these people that are always like, oh, you make sure you leave room for this at the end. You know, we have pie. Fuck that. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, I'm going to eat until I just pass out or have a heart attack. <laughs> like, one of those things yeah. is going to happen. And I'm not leaving room for anything. I'm eating everything that I can immediately. Okay. So my other th- move is I'll go and I'll get my turkey and I'll get my dressing. I'll get the mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, sweet potatoes. And then I have this signature move that I do right at the end. I put gravy on all of it. Oh, same. If just you're not putting gravy on everything, then yeah, you're not doing everything it right. to, Everything gets the gravy. And our mom's gravy is like, I think, all butter and salt with yeah, brown food coloring. I don't know. <laughs> Some addictive quality. Is there cocaine she, in there? I don't know what that woman does. That but. So that's my tip number two oh, is yeah. gravy same. everything. Same. Move it up. Yeah. I got to put gravy on everything. I don't care if it's a vegetable or not. It's getting gravy on it during Thanksgiving. Gravy casserole gravy is so good. And then with the roll at the end, come in at the end with stop the roll. It stop it all up oh with a roll. Oh, my God. I'm so I'm like so I'm so ready for this now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my I had a different rule on here, but you reminded me of my third rule is stretchy pants. Yeah. There's this new fad for men. It's about what about a year, two years old now? Yeah, probably two years. Stretch fit pants. Yeah, oh my they call God. them like active. Fit. Active. Nobody's active. fucking active no, no, in no. jeans. I'm actively eating my way yeah. to an early death in these jeans. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's the trick. And I'm not wearing a belt Thursday. I'm oh, a belt no. guy, no belt Thursday. I'm letting I'm, my pants are gonna be baggy when I get there. Uh huh, comfy. And so not you can when sleep. I go home. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna take a nap. Oh, I'm I'm sleeping on mom and dad's couch. Yeah, feet are going up <laughs> on the coffee table. Yeah. Dad'll be in between us to sleep. Yeah, kids go across the street to the park with someone else. I'm going to sleep. Uh huh. Yeah, my, my last one is no liquids. Like, don't waste your time with anything that's liquid. And I'm not counting gravy in that. Okay, so you can do gravy. Don't worry about any other drinks. This is all food. It's a food holiday. So don't waste your time with any kind of drinks. Like That's there as an afterthought. If you choke, you can take a drink. Yeah. Other than that, it's all food. No wasted calories on liquid. 
Oh yeah, I can't. Would so you're anybody not actually beer, right? I wouldn't. It's too heavy. Yeah, you know, Natty Light's not very heavy. It's we not. do have a thirty pack of Natty in Mom and Dad's fridge, or we had. I don't know had. what we still have. <laughs> we had. Yeah. We have to be the only two thirty year olds that like have a thirty pack in their parents' fridge. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good move if your parents are like ours and don't drink beer. You just stash it at their house. And yeah. anytime you go there, oh, look, I have beer at mom and dad's. Which is a nice change because we used to have to hide our beer from them. Yeah, I used to have a mini fridge in my room. That I, <laughs> it was like Tommy Boy inspired where I actually had a mini fridge with beer. Okay, let's take our first break. We'll come back. We'll break down these quarterbacks. We'll fix the Chicago Bears. And then we'll end it with some draft on draft. Okay, welcome back to Stick to Football Friday. For November 24th, we are going to close this sucker out with some quarterback talk. Then we're going to fix the Chicago Bears. This is the most football we've ever talked on an episode. Yeah, we didn't go off on any you know weird tangents Yet. like wrestling. People commented <laughs> that the wrestling segment was the best part of last week's show. So that, that wasn't a one-time occurrence. That will be back when we're not recording in the afternoon and we can actually yeah, yeah, yeah. get This some- is a weird week. Yes. I mean, we're recording on a Tuesday afternoon. The show's going to come out on Friday, so it's a little different, but it was good. It was unscripted. We were just like, let's do top five favorite yeah. wrestlers. And don't forget, you guys can send in like your questionable calls. If you have a questionable call, send it in. We will read it on the show. Uh, if you have a top five that you want us to do, it doesn't have to be football-related. Like I, I ask for questions on Twitter a lot, and people are always like, who are the make a team from the best players you've ever scouted? That's a fucking article. I just want to talk. Yeah. Like I just want to have fun. And so, most people don't want to listen to that for yeah, an that hour, four hours, and then that's so visual. You'd have to make notes of oh he picked him and he picked him. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll write that article for you guys all day. Let me research it, and I'll present it to you that way. But you can send in your questionable calls. Send in your top fives. We are still taking and will give dating tips for and from divorced dads. I need them. Like. Follow me on Twitter and yeah. read some of the shit yeah. that I've posted up there. Like, yeah. I found out last week that my daughter's teacher is an absolute smoke show. Like, she's hot, and I don't know how to talk to her. Yeah, we need he needs some help. We've seen her out in the wild even, too, now. So. Yeah, I think so, yeah. we th- Yeah, you think so, it was. It was definitely <laughs> her. All right, let's talk about these quarterbacks. Rosenberg Arnold was the big one, and Connor and I kind of talked about this on the midweek show a little bit, but I know that you have had a different take than him, so I wanted to get your opinion on this. You are a Darnold guy. I am, yeah. I think he's, you know, he's QB one, and just because I'm a Darnold guy doesn't mean I don't like Josh Thank Rosen. Yeah, like, I love Rosen. I, he's going to be a top five pick, I think. Yeah, or you know, at least should be. If he goes number one overall, that's not a reach. You know that if that's what your team decides on and he's the guy you like, go for it. He's a great quarterback. But a lot of people are praising him, like, oh man, Rosen came out and he had a great game. Like, I didn't see it. He threw the ball fifty two times. So, of course, he's going to throw for 400 yards. Especially against USC. Yeah, I mean, just compare QBR here. He had a 58.7 QBR. That's not good. Look at Darnold, who I know he didn't throw a touchdown. He had a 74.3 QBR. Yeah. And I t- we were talking before the show today. One of the things that stood out to me was Rosen's uh, ball control in the red zone. I, I mean, he had, I know he had a f- two fumbles maybe um, and an interception. So that was something that stood out to me. And... I, I, one thing I hate though is that we we as a, like a draft society live in such the moment. Like we don't see the forest through the trees. Yeah, you know yeah. it's like oh, Darnold threw an interception again, and then but oh, but Rosen did this, and like I still I said this on the midweek show. I think Rosen's the better passer. I think Darnold's the better quarterback. 
like his point, the intangibles that Darnold brings to the table and the athleticism. Yeah, same, same. I agree there. Uh, but with Rosen, I mean, he looks the part. He does. He if looks he like just, golf. He's going to blow up when he has his private workout. Seeing oh, him yep. in a controlled setting where he can just throw the football around, he's going to do amazing, and teams are going to love that. A thing that I really don't like about it is he does not rally his troops. Like His guys don't play for him. They're what? What's their record now? Five, five and five, six? Five and six, something like that, yeah. Yeah, five and six at UCLA where they've had phenomenal recruiting classes and they have done nothing. Which is it, why Jim Moore got fired, but yeah. But then you look at a guy like Darnold. Same town, pretty much the same ability to recruit. They were shit when he took over this job as a starting quarterback. Yeah, they've been really their bad quarter, the year before. Their coach almost their coach. got fired. Yeah, then they bring in Clay Helton, who I don't think is a good coach. Yeah, and... Darnold's rallied the troops. Like they play for him. He's a good leader. Yeah. And, and I heard, you can see it on the field. I heard someone say it this week. I wish I could remember who that USC puts Darnold in these situations where they're like, okay, go win the game. Like, oh, yeah. Even like two minutes left in the half, you can see that it's like, okay, this is his yeah. time to shine. It, and they just Texas. Do you remember how it was like they didn't let him do anything until it was like overtime? And I was like, okay, Sam, go go throw the ball, and make us make us win. So we both still have Darnold as our top quarterback. When you this wasn't on our script, but when you talked about private workouts, you know who's going to dominate private workouts? Josh Allen. When that mf'er gets out there and is chucking that ball around, <laughs> I know his season hasn't been good and he's hurt right now. Because yeah. I've I've heard scouts who've gone in there and watched practice, and I had a scout a couple weeks ago before he got hurt text me. He was like, "If you watch them at practice, he looks like the number one pick in the draft. Like he's that impressive." Oh yeah, he'll blow up definitely, he- whether it's warranted or not. Yeah. It's one of those things you can predict happening. Right. I mean, we've talked about it on, on here before. Pat Mahomes did the same thing. He didn't he was not productive at Texas Tech. Yeah, they threw for a lot of yards, yeah. but he didn't look that great. No, it was but backyard football. You yeah. get him in a private workout. I think Allen and Mahomes are going to be very, very similar when it's all said and done. Uh we talked about Luke Falk. Um, I'll throw this note in here. I have heard and I haven't been able to confirm this yet, it's just kind of a rumor that he has not been invited to the senior bowl, but he's being invited to the shrine bowl. So that says a lot about how the NFL views you. If you're not on that short list of quarterbacks to get invited to Mobile, and I know they're like waiting for Josh Allen because he graduates in December. So if he mm-hmm. graduates, he'll get an invite. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. Um, Riley Ferguson will probably get invited from Memphis. So like it is, but it's telling that Luke Falk is behind those guys as of now, unless somebody drops out. So that, you know, you know, I know people are like, oh, this guy's a steal at the, the Shrine game, but there's a reason he's there. Yeah, there's a reason why the Senior Bowl is not extending that offer yet. Yeah. And then uh, last little quarterback note here, Drew Locke from Missouri. We're getting a lot of questions about him from agents, from fans wanting to know, should this dude declare? I know he's tearing it up. He has great numbers this year. Yeah, he's like getting ready to set the SEC touchdowns in a season record. Yeah, that means nothing. Though, no, right? I, I, mean, and I, I haven't watched him play. You know, I haven't studied him. Like I've, I, I've seen Mizzou play. I haven't studied him. So what I did this morning, uh, Tuesday morning, I started texting guys in the NFL, and I was like, hey, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of questions about Drew Locke. What, where do you have him? I got back seven responses today, and they all said he should stay in school. I think so, too. There just wasn't any hype around him. And I know that probably sounds crazy, but there's no hype around him coming into the season. Yeah. So he's not on radars for scouts. Next year, there's going to be some hype around him. Yeah. And he could probably potentially, maybe he is a first-round I mean, He has the size. Yeah, so he has the tools. So I know that, you know, yeah, guys come out of nowhere and ended up first-round picks. 
doesn't mean they should. You know, like Paxton Lynch came out of nowhere and was a first-round pick, and now he can't get him on the field in Denver, yeah. where that's just a complete shit show right now. And so, that Missouri offense is kind of a system. Yeah, it really is. So the ball I would out. say stay in school uh, and build on that momentum headed into next year. And and I also, like we've looked, talked about next year's quarterback class, if Darnold declares, next year's quarterback class is wide open. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, there's my guy, Oregon, Justin Herbert. And yeah, but other than that... That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even think of another guy that that's like really playing well right now. Yet. Yeah, because yeah. Lamar Jackson's probably coming out. I would think so. That's it? Yeah. yeah. Wait for know. next year. Yeah. <laughs> we might be the first to tell you next year's quarterback class doesn't look very good. Yeah. <laughs> like so far, because surprises. we knew coming into this year, like, okay, there's some there's some sophomores. Like Jarrett Stidham and Nick Fitzgerald, if they go back, but they're not a guy. I'm not excited about those guys. No. Stidham, he looks good. We'll yeah. you know, we'll see what he's got against Alabama this week. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, let's fix the Chicago Bears, and then we'll get out of here and start dreaming about turkey. I probably won't eat Wednesday getting ready for Thanksgiving. Uh, or I'll eat light. I'm gonna yeah, I'll like actually watch my diet on Wednesday. Like and go Thursday get some morning. Yeah. yeah that's you know, easy. Yeah, a little soup, maybe yeah. a sandwich to go with it. I did. I ordered a bunch of Omaha steak stuff, though, and that's tempting me. It's in my freezer, and I'm like, huh, maybe I'll make a flame and yawn. But that's not going to help me for, for Thursday at all. Either way, Thursday's a mindset. Oh, yeah. It's like when you go to, like, one of those uh, Brazilian steakhouse places, and you know walking into that bitch. Like, I'm walking out of here sweaty and plus, oh, yeah. plus 10,000 calories. Yeah, I hope mom's bathroom is prepared for Thank God for Thursday. <laughs> yeah, because there's no way I can make it home from there. Oh, no, you can't change that. Minutes. Yeah, no way. Okay, let's fix the Chicago Bears. Uh, we're getting a lot of requests for this. So for me, step one, fire the head coach. John Fox, yeah. out of there. Jeff Fox. Jeff Fox. <laughs> yeah, John, John Fisher, Jeff Fox, uh, out of there. Completely gone. And I, I like Vic Fangio as defensive coordinator. If he wants to stick around, that's cool. Do you think he's ready for like a head coach job? I, I think he's like past it. I don't. I mean, you know, he was great in San Francisco when he was the D coordinator. Um, I would be shocked if he is a guy who's. I've just never heard him really mentioned as a, a head coaching candidate. Yeah. So, and, I mean, it's not like he's too old. He's fifty nine. Um, you know, he could definitely. He's still in that running, but he's never. He's never been more than a D coordinator, and at this point, you know, like it sucks, but guys just kind of get passed over when they're you know sixty and haven't been interviewed yet. Right. So. Um, I, I think that he would be a really, really good defensive coordinator. As a head coaching candidate, I have a couple names for you. Um, the guy that you just called the most overrated coach in college football, Jim Harbaugh. Maybe he goes back. He, oh, yeah, he was. He, he was the Bears quarterback. He likes to go back to the teams he played for. I'm just saying, it kind of <laughs> makes some sense, right? I'd kind of love it, actually, yeah. I like. I know Michigan was his dream job, but is he really like happy there? Is it, I don't know how he could be. He's so competitive. And I would, I think after a certain amount of time, he's going to get tired of recruiting. That's what we always hear with these guys is they hate recruiting. I don't know if he does. He seems to like it. I mean, they're going to Rome. He's having sleepovers with kids and like doing yeah. the whole thing for, with kickers, <laughs> you know? So um, <laughs> it, it I, I just out think for him. he's the, he was the call I would make because he is a local uh, and he is a guy who played there and yeah. he fits the style well. And one thing I have heard about, if he ever came back to the league, he would want a lot of control. And I think Ryan Pace has done a good job there. A better job than I ever expected, but like he's not—he's not necessarily a scout. He's almost more of a cap guy. So I think he and Harbaugh mm. could work better together than Harbaugh Balky did. Yeah, definitely. That's an interesting pick. I didn't think about it. 
uh, going into this, but he fits. Like you said, he can have kind of control of his roster yeah. and what he does. And the defense, they're not not far away from fitting what he did in San right. Francisco. And, and Vic Fangio was his defensive coordinator in San Francisco. So, yeah, so. kind of fits there. Um, other names, I think Matt Nagy, the offensive coordinator in Kansas City, is going to get some looks. And then Dave Taub, their defensive court or special teams coordinator, excuse me, for the Chiefs, is going to get looks. And he has some ties to Chicago. He has some ties to Chris Ballard and Indy, so he might be up for that job too. But those are two guys yeah. that I think would. And Andy Reid, he gets his guys out there. He gets their name yes. out there, that Andy Reid kind of tree of coaches. And the Chiefs offense in the beginning of the year, it looked amazing. Yeah. Like, it was unstoppable. Could you imagine Trubisky in that offense? Be oh, yes. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, he's a probably more athletic version, stronger arm than Alex Smith. Yeah. Yep, I love it. So that would be those would be some of my looks. As far as fixing this, like fixing the roster, I think the biggest priority is wide receiver. They let Alshon Jaffrey go. Kevin White just unfortunately cannot get on the field. He can't stay healthy. Cameron Meredith got hurt this year. They have a skeleton crew out there right yeah. now. Tied in. They need tied in. Yeah, and they drafted Adam Shaheen uh, in the second round last year, and I know they have big hopes for him, but. Yeah, Zach Miller's leg. I mean, he's never going to play again, I wouldn't think. Yeah. So you need some depth there. Yeah, give him a target. He's got the two running backs, but give him a target to actually throw the ball to. Calvin Ridley would probably be the first receiver I would think of. Um, Just because I love his quickness in and out of breaks. I think he's an exceptional route runner coming out of Alabama. Cortland Sutton coming out of SMU. Depending on where the Bears end up picking, that's not a a guy that I would consider. You know, I think right now they would be picking at number... I could read my own writing six overall. There's no it's way high for a receiver. It's kind of high for any of these receivers. So that's where I went. Someone like Connor Williams, the tackle from Texas. Yep. I know they have Charles Leno, but I, I think you can be creative with Leno could either play right tackle or Connor could play right tackle, something like that. You know, they value guard too with uh long. They do. I yeah. mean, they know what he has and how impactful he can be. Maybe they look at that uh, Notre Dame guy. Quentin Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. And then other receivers, I, if you don't get one in the first round, I think you have to in the second with someone like Simi Cobbs from Indiana, Anthony Miller from Memphis, yeah. uh, your guy Aitman from Oklahoma State. I was going to say either one of those Oklahoma yeah. State receivers. I don't think Washington goes first round. No, I don't either. I think I think he goes second round. Uh, step three, I think corner is a pretty big need. Kyle Fuller's played great this year, kind of coming out of nowhere because he had really struggled. Uh, he's playing well in this game, but corner – Again, picking in the top 10, I wouldn't draft any of these guys, but if they somehow win some more games, Denzel Ward at Ohio State, your dude Josh Jackson at Iowa, uh, or coming around in the second round, some like Duke Dawson at Florida. Yeah, or even going safety. They needed help at safety last yeah. year. And Eddie Jackson had that one huge game where he had two defensive touchdowns. I'm still not sold that he's the long-term free safety solution. No, I don't think so either. I mean, they really they should have addressed that need last year. Yeah, what about Deshaun Elliott from Texas as the free safety in this scheme? I hope he comes back. That's I don't why. think he's coming back. <laughs> it sounds like he's going to declare. He has six picks this year. He's up for the uh, Thorpe Thorpe Award. Yeah. Oh, you know, all those guys at Texas, and I told you this a couple of years ago, like that is a special group of talent. Yeah. And for whatever class. reason, under Charlie Strong, they didn't perform. This year we're really starting to see it with guys like Holton Hill and – um, Elliot as and well. Holden Hill's going to be an interesting one because he was suspended for weed. He's probably going to come out is what it sounds like. He might be a third-round pick because of off-field who has first-round talent. So uh, Yeah, there was a corner last year, Conley, yeah, who went mid-first, and people thought he was going to fall. Hill, not being able to play the rest of the year when he was just starting to like peak, 
I think that's going to hurt him. He's another yeah. guy that I would like to see I go back to, to Texas. I would love him to go back. That's probably just so biased of me, though. No, he like, needs, I to, see all of he needs to go back and go a year without failing a test. Yeah, which... I don't know if he can. Yeah, might be a this Tyron might be a Rashard Robinson, yeah. uh, Tyron Matthew <laughs> kind of guy. Who, yeah, but uh, and then also I think you kind of mentioned it. Build for Trubisky's future. Like have a plan. Like what we've seen with Jared Goff, what we've seen with Carson Wentz. Uh, have a plan. Get a coordinator in there who can help him and develop him and develop the offense. Uh, that's kind of why I like someone like Matt Nagy. It's why I think Jim Harbaugh would be. An interesting name because you have an asset, and we've really seen him play well. Uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks, especially, mm-hmm. give him. You said it. Give him targets, but then also have a plan in place to to really maximize what he's doing. Yeah, we've seen a lot of teams recently. They'll get their young quarterback, and then they go try to get help through the running game. They have the help through the running yeah. game now. Just get this guy some targets, uh, maybe some depth on the offensive line, and really build around him. He's the number two overall pick. You got to give him the tools. You got to give him the opportunity to be successful. Yeah, and I we both liked him a lot. So they they definitely have something there. All right, man. I think that's our show for the week. Um, again, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And before we go, this is going to sound like an ad read, but I swear to God, I'm not reading anything right now. If you open the Bleach Report app, we'll download it first if you don't have it already. But if you open it. You can go and add, like the little add my teams thing. You can actually add stick to football. So then anytime we come out with a new podcast, you'll get an alert. So for people who don't want to use iTunes or who aren't um, an Apple user, this is the way around that. And I plugged it as well in the midweek show, but it's like such a beautiful workaround. And it's you can like listen to it in the BR app and close your phone and swipe away on Tinder or, you know, tweet us questions. You can, it's like fully functional. So it's a really cool feature but you yeah. can subscribe to it. Hey, if you are on iTunes, subscribe because those numbers do help us. Um, they, they help us show the bosses that you guys like this podcast and you want to keep listening to it. So tell a friend, subscribe, or get that BR app and listen to it there. Yeah, and keep hitting us up on Twitter. You know, send in those questionable calls for you guys. I feel like the show is better when we are able to interact with our fans that way and getting your take on some of the things that we have going on in our lives yeah because we want the show to not just be like you guys listening to us yell about football for an hour but as you can tell about all the other weird shit that we're doing so next week we'll be back with some natty lights uh we'll be we'll be we'll be loose it'll be your normal show that you've (laughs) you've come to love and expect every week so happy thanksgiving uh for the both of us we'll talk to you guys soon